0: In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about standing out on YouTube. So grab your cup, tumbler, or mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I wanna let you know that the comments that you hear answered on this show are pulled from the submission form on the CommentsOverCoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, head over to CommentsOverCoffee.com, put it in the form there. And as long as it's not something that I've answered here before, I will go ahead and get it in the queue. I also wanna let you know that this stream is brought to you by Placeit.com. Dot net. Place it, not, dot net, um is a place where you can find templates for thumbnails. You can find templates for your end screens. You can find templates for your channel art. You can find graphics for your videos, mock-ups that you can use in your videos in terms of merch and things like that. You can also find graphics just in general um, that you can use for all of the different things that you're doing in your content creator life. And the best part about them is that they are all editable right there in the website so you don't have to have any fancy editing software or anything like that and it's really easy to use as well so you can find that at placeit.net our question today comes from dshock dshock says Hey Nick, hope all's well. I'm a new listener and I found tons of value in the comments over coffee podcast. Thank you for putting this on. Um, I'm working on implementing these now. Thank you, D shock for the kind words. Um, I create gaming content around Call of Duty. I'm a fairly new creator after taking a couple of breaks. How would you suggest creators like myself break into an oversaturated niche like gaming uh, where all ideas have been done already and we can't easily rank and search for keywords Uh, over more established creators. Would love some insights, thanks. So Dan, um, this is a great question. Thank you so much for submitting this. And the reason this is a great question is because I know tons of content creators have the same exact problem. You know, how do you you stand out? Um, You know, you wanna make the content, you wanna get exposure. How do you actually stand out against a humongous sea of almost endless, it seems, content that's similar to yours? So when you are going on to YouTube and this part's going to sound a little woo woo. Um, but when it comes to YouTube, you know, the most important thing to make sure that you are doing is being the most youest version of yourself as possible. And I'm going to explain this really quick, but you know, when you're being yourself and you're not trying to be like other content creators, that itself is going to help you stand out because people can, can copy your thumbnails. That's easy. People can copy your, your format of your videos. That's easy. People can comment the structure um, or copy, I'm sorry, the structure of your videos as well. Super easy. Every video you make, the titles that you put out there, the topics that you're making your videos about, people can copy them word for word and there's nothing that you can do about it. However. When it comes to you, people can imitate you, but nobody can be you and nobody can express themselves in the moment the same exact way that you can. So because of that, to resonate deeper with the people that are interacting with your content, make sure, just as a quick side note here, just make sure that you are being the most authentic version of yourself um, that you can possibly be, because that's something that no matter how hard somebody tries, they're never going to be able to accomplish, right? They're not going to be able to be you. Um, So that's number one that part of it is great for once they actually click on your video but we got to get them to click on your video right so because of that the next thing you want to think about is how can you stand out in a sea of other content on a home page where people are also going to be getting presented content that they are interested in based on youtube systems detecting that they're interested in in, in this example call of duty so what's going to happen People that are watching a lot of Call of Duty content, YouTube is going to start suggesting them additional Call of Duty content. Your videos might be one of those things that are there. And this applies to any top or any type of content that's out there, but your your content is going to be shown next to a bunch of other content that is similar to yours in terms of the topics because youtube systems is predicting based on what those users are interacting with um youtube systems are predicting what they're likely to watch next and because of that in this situation if it's call of duty content youtube's going to show more call of duty content if they're responding to it so what you got to think of is you got to think of okay everybody's playing call of duty everybody's making these call of duty thumbnails what can i do in order to make my Call of Duty thumbs stand out against everybody else who's making Call of Duty thumbnails. So just some ideas for you. Um, The first thing you wanna do first is you wanna make sure that for whatever type of content that you make, that you're making the imagery with your thumbnails that will help people identify that what you're making is something that they're interested in. So in this example, you'd wanna make sure that you're using a screenshot from Call of Duty, a character from Call of Duty, something like that, um, so that the person that YouTube is showing your content to can identify that your video has something to do with Call of Duty. From there, of course, you can just keep the screenshot by itself, but that's the lazy approach, right? gazillions of content creators, they take that approach because it's easy. So let's level it up a little bit. So one thing that you can try is let's say that you divide your thumbnail into two sections or into three sections. If it was three sections, let's say you have the thing that is going to grab the person's attention right there in the middle, but you cut them out. You use Photoshop or background eraser or something like that um, in order to cut that thing out um, that's in the middle of the thumbnail. And on the left side, let's say that you add a color filter um, to make the left side one color, and then you do the same exact thing on the right side to make the right side another color. Just by that alone, you're helping yours stand out against the other ones that are there because you're doing something that's unique compared to what other people are doing with Call of Duty. From there, if you wanted to add, you know, a little drop shadow, something like that, in order to, you know, help that thumbnail, or the the thing in the middle, I should say, pop out just a little bit, um, then of course, you know, you could do that as well. little graphic elements to bring attention to specific things in the in the thumbnail that can also be a win but like with the little graphic things everybody's doing that so what you need to do is search around for the type of content that you make it doesn't matter if it's call of duty it doesn't matter if it's cooking it doesn't matter if it's crafting whatever it is search around for the type of content that you make and literally screenshot every thumbnail that you see around the type of content that you make Drop them all into Photoshop or just drop them on your, on your, you know, on your desktop or in a folder on your desktop and just start flipping through them and start looking at all of the elements on the thumbnails that are generating views. Right? So start looking at all the things. Are they using text? Are they not using text? Are they using faces? Not using faces. Um, are they, you know, zoomed in, are they zoomed out? Like, is there any recurring themes that are going on with, you know, the thumbnails of all the people in my space? Is there a certain color scheme that a lot of people apply to what it is that I'm doing. So for example, in minimalist content, you see a lot of whites, you see a lot of uh, light browns, you know, creams, that kind of stuff with uh, a lot of minimalist content. Um, and the reason for that, I'm guessing, is just because it's clean, right? So if you're, you know, minimalist, you know, having it clean, um, you know, is, is a win, but you'll see that in a lot of minimalist content. But the idea is if th- in that situation, Let's say it was a minimalist video. Um, then having it to where you had some of those themes in there, but then you did something extreme, like you put like a bright red in there. You put you know something that was going to grab you know a little bit more attention on that particular thumbnail. That would be something that would you know help you stand out in the sea against that other content. So when you're putting your thumbnails together, the main reason that you're pulling down all the other thumbnails and looking at those is so that you can start looking for similar themes and so you can start thinking of okay, what can I possibly do to my thumbnails? in order to grab a little bit more attention from these other ones. Now, it might be, um, you know, a, a design thing that you come up with. It might be how you're focusing the imagery. It might be the specific imagery that you use. It could be something simple, like you take the same screenshots that everybody else is doing, but you zoom in just a little bit. And let's say that you give it a, you know, 15 degree rotation. Right there, right out of the gate, you're doing something completely different than everybody else on the platform is doing when it comes to Call of Duty. And that's one thing just by itself that would help people be able to identify that it's yours until everybody starts copying you, um, that that it's yours. And it's also something that would be a little bit different when somebody is looking at their homepage and they see all these Call of Duty images and then yours is, you know, tilted um, a little bit. You know, little things like that. So just try to think, you know, what is it that I can do with my thumbnails in order to stand out against everybody else? So that's one. Now, the next thing you gotta think about is the actual content itself. So when it comes to the content, um, one thing that has proven successful on YouTube is to mix content types. So what I mean by that is, um, there's, a, there's a YouTube channel. Since we're talking about gaming, I'll, I'll use this one as a reference. Um, there's a YouTube channel that I watched and I collaborated with when I was first getting started on YouTube um, on another channel. And that YouTube channel is called Schooled Zone. Now, I'm not sure if he is still doing the same exact content or not. Um, but on that channel, uh, he was doing gaming content. And the thing that he mixed into the gaming content was education. He was an inquisitive person um, and he wanted to share more than just gameplay. So because of that, he mixed gameplay with educational content and his channel, last time I checked, he, he had over a hundred thousand subscribers on it. Um, But basically he added a unique value to the gameplay world. So it's not just, you know, Hey, I'm just playing this game. It's, I'm playing this game and you're going to learn something. You're not just going to learn game stuff, but you're going to learn additional, you know, science or just educational related things while you're consuming this content. So one of the things that he would do, just to put this into a real life example, if we were doing a, a Call of Duty video, he would do this with, uh, what was it called? Far far something, it was about a nuclear attack. Um, but anyway, the um, the Call of Duty reference one of the things that he would do in this particular situation is he would go through, and this is exactly what he did with the, uh, man, what's the name of that? I can't remember what the name of that, that, uh, that game was, Far something. <laughs> but, um, but basically what he would do is as he was going through the world, um, he would, let's say, for example, look at a, a sandbag. Right, and he would he would stop for a moment, and he would bring some attention to that sandbag, and he would talk about you know how heavy they are. He would talk about how they slow or stop bullets when they hit them, um, you know, like those types of things around the sandbag when he was going into areas in the game um because again it was about um you know there's radiation you know nuclear like bomb or whatever so because of that he uh, would also talk about you know the radiation effects on the things in the world and talking about the distance from the actual blast and you know how you know the radiation would impact certain things around the blast and how it would impact the person walking through that environment and you know things like that so as he was going through showing all this cool stuff about the game he was also educating people on things that were with the game and he did this with a bunch of different games um so what he did there in that situation is he mixed two content types and by mixing those content types that helped him be able to stand out um, when a lot of people at that time were making content about that particular game um so because of that what you want to think about is you want to think about okay if i'm playing call of duty what additional types of things could i what additional value could i bring to people is it educational everybody wants to be entertaining so you know of course you know the entertaining part's going to be kind of built into just being a creator anyway but um in this situation think you know do i want to add like education to this um do i want to handicap myself in terms of um, i know that there's content creators out there some very large ones actually i just can't think them off the off the top of my head but they they do it with a handicap so instead of saying hey i'm going to play this game they're like hey i'm going to play this entire game with one gun or I'm gonna play this entire game with no guns, right? I'm gonna see how far I can get with just using just using my, my hands or my fists in this situation, even though it's a war game. Um, you know, they do those types of things because that puts a completely different spin on what it is that you're doing with the game. It becomes a challenge at that point, which then makes it to where people are like, hey, I wanna stick around and see how far they get by just using their hands in a war game because that's interesting. <laughs> so other people do it to where they just kind of walk around worlds and they just see how far they can get just kind of walking around, um, you know, things like that as well so what you want to do is when you're looking at your call of duty or whatever type of content that you make Just think, is there anything that I can add to this in terms of the way that I'm putting the content together or an additional content type that I can apply to what it is that I'm doing for the sake of helping me stand out and add additional value to the people that are coming in and interacting with the channel? Um, You know, in my situation, because I haven't always made, you know, YouTube help content um, for when I first started, I was doing, uh, you know, just a bunch of random stuff because like everybody else, I didn't know much about YouTube. And then I had the opportunity to work with somebody that actually knew what they were doing with YouTube and they kind of set me straight. But I worked on another channel um, during that time with them. And then I came back to my current channel because you know I, just, I burned out on another channel. I just couldn't handle the workload because I wasn't full-time yet. And I just, couldn't, I just couldn't handle it. So I came back to my current channel um, and I started still talking about a little bit of random things, but I started honing in on video creators, but it wasn't YouTube help stuff. It was more like coming up with video ideas, that kind of stuff, and how to use different softwares and those sorts of things but I think that with the way that I was putting things together um, at the time, I was trying to also be entertaining as I was putting out the content as well. So, in addition to it just being a tutorial, I was also, you know, trying to be a little bit entertaining during that tutorial instead of it just being um, a, an idea, a video about video ideas. You know, I would try to be a little bit entertaining when I was talking about those video ideas, those sorts of things. So, I was trying to bring some entertainment to the YouTube. I, I'm not going to call it YouTube Help Space, but basically to the world of other people who are helping YouTube content creators through tutorials and things like that. So, you know, when it comes to just trying to be unique and stand out, um, of course, be you try to think of something clever that you can do with your thumbnails. And of course, um, just explore deeply into trying to mix in another content type for the sake of, um, you know, being able to stand out in a very saturated world on youtube and gaming or whatever it is that you're doing i hope you learned something today thanks for having a coffee with me get show notes resources and more over at comments or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode